What is up, my brothers and sisters, my agents of respect? I hope y'all been living well. Man, we have a great show for you guys today. We are about to do entire first round mock draft made by yours truly. I don't give a damn what you think is my opinion. I mean, you can tell me what you think, but you know how I always say, keep it respectful. But bear with me, man. I got some trades involved. Some trades is going to surprise you. Multiple trades. And I think y'all going to love it, man. So I'm about to just start from the top. First on the clock, Jacksonville Jaguars. We knew coming into the college football season, before the NFL season started, we knew who was going to be the consensus number one overall pick. As much as I love some of these other quarterbacks, this guy has still remained steady and constant and consistent. And with the first pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars will select Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson to be the face of their franchise. So Sunshine is going to Florida. He's going to be in Jacksonville, and hopefully he can turn that franchise around with him and Urban Meyer at the helm and some of the playmakers they got offensively. Like I said, no surprise there. Trevor Lawrence was on everybody's big board. As a freshman, we knew when it was time for him to be eligible, he was going to be the number one overall pick. No big surprises here. Number two, this is where I come in with the big surprise. So we all know that the 49ers drafted up or traded up to get the number three pick. They're saying that they want Mac Jones, or at least we're hearing that they want Mac Jones. I think that is baloney. I think the quarterback that they want is Justin Fields. But guess who else wants Justin Fields? That would be the Atlanta Falcons. He's a hometown kid. You need him to come back and re-energize that franchise as a Saints fan. I would hate to see that shit, but I understand what the Atlanta Falcons fan base needs. So, the Atlanta Falcons... They come up, trade up the draft, get the number two overall pick, and they draft their hometown hero, Justin Fields, with the second overall pick. Dirty Bird Nation, don't say I never did anything for you, but who that? Justin Fields, second overall pick. I mean, let's be honest. His only bad games were against Northwestern and Alabama. You can't tell me that those two games against two premier defenses, especially Northwestern, as far as their defense is concerned, you can't tell me that that just knocks out Justin Fields. He came into the year as it was him and Trevor Lawrence, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so all of a sudden, two bad games, I'm supposed to jump off the Justin Fields bandwagon. He did, albeit in five games, he did lead his team to a national championship game. I take pride in that. I value that. I think the Atlanta Falcons value that. I think their franchise, I think their fan base is longing for something. Yes, they love the Julios and Calvin Ridley's, and they love what Matt Ryan, former MVP Matt Ryan, has done for that franchise because they were dead in the water in that little middle of time when Michael Vick wasn't there. So they know what Matt Ryan has meant for this franchise, but they need to move on. Not necessarily next year, but you need somebody that's in the wings waiting and who other than Justin Fields to do that for the Atlanta Falcons? I'm going to hate playing this guy two times a year for the next 10 to 15 years. So, fuck. Anyways, third overall pick. We got the 49ers. I think they've been talking about 
Mac Jones and people saying, you know, their top quarterbacks may be Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, because everybody assumed that the Jets were going to take Zach Wilson at number two. I disagree. I think they're really high on Sam Donald. I think the new regime coming in is really high on Sam Donald and they want to give him a shot. I don't think you just turn away from a quarterback as young as he is that soon because he's shown the intangibles to really be successful. His issue has truly been health and some really crazy stuff. I mean, what, last year he got mono or something like that? Like, it's really ridiculous the types of things he's been dealing with. But I just don't think the Jets have a Sam Donald problem. I think it's everything around him. And I think the franchise and the organization is going to see that. So with that being said, I think the 49ers, who's been throwing, you know, blowing smoke screens, saying they want Mac Jones when they really want Justin Fields, their guy is gone. But guess what? They still need a quarterback. And I think they're going to get a quarterback with outstanding athleticism. He has that moxie that you look for in California. He's kind of a Jimmy G Jr., but healthier. And I think... The San Francisco 49ers with third overall pick, 2021 NFL Draft. They take Zach Wilson out of Brigham Young University. And I love this guy. Anybody that knows me, they'll tell you. I've been high on him since the first time he stepped on the field. Do I think he's the third best quarterback in this draft? No, not really. But for what the San Francisco 49ers want, I think they really wanted either Justin Fields, and if they couldn't get Justin Fields, they would get Zach Wilson. So, Zach Wilson in the Bay. Congratulations, San Francisco 49ers. Even though I think Jimmy G is about to have an MVP caliber year, and you're going to be shot of luck trying to figure out what to do with your quarterback situation. So, on to pick number four. What did I tell you guys? They do not have a Sam Donald problem. They have a problem with what's around Sam Donald. So how do you help Sam Donald out? You get him some weapons. And there is no better weapon. And trust me, I love the receivers, the top two receivers, Devontae, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. I love them. They're electrifying. But the best weapon in this year's draft is Kyle Pitts. Wide receiver, tight end. Who knows? Who gives a damn? The guy can ball. And guess what? He will be doing it in the Big Apple for the next 10 years at the helm with Sam Donald as his quarterback. Not saying they're going to win Super Bowls, but guaranteed they will win games. Not a playoff team next year, but they will be on the doorstep like the Dolphins were last season. Fourth overall pick, Kyle Pitts out of Florida, is going to New York. He's going to New York Jets. Ghost, Brandon, this is for you. So I'll get you a jersey, I promise. For Christmas, you're getting a Kyle Pitts jersey for the New York Jets. That's your guy. Boom. Number five, Cincinnati Bengals. We know, hey, we have Joe Burrow. Might want to link him up with Jamar Chase. Some say Jamar Chase is the best receiver in the draft. I take Smitty over him. But I admit I may be a little bit biased as an Alabama fan. But I have to truly think about what's going on with the Bengals organization. They have great wide receiver play with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Do they really need another wide receiver? We saw that A.J. Green was kind of pushed out of the fold, and it wasn't because he didn't have any in the tank. It's just because those two guys, Boyd and Higgins, they were dogs. Man, 
So when I'm looking at this organization, what was the real issue? They have the wide receivers. They have a good running back. Their issue was the offensive line. We need to protect Joe Burrow. He's coming back from a significant injury. We got to make sure our franchise piece is upright. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that? You draft the best offensive lineman in the 2021 draft. Huh? Somebody, Some people had him as the consensus number one overall pick, depending on who got it. And I guess what? Cincinnati, you're at five. You need to protect your moneymaker. I love Jamar Chase. I love Smitty. I love Waddle. But guess what? Your moneymaker is the QB position. You need to make sure they're upright. You draft Penny Sewell out of Oregon to protect your moneymaker, which is Joe Burrow. That's E-A-U-X, not, you know, U-R-R-O-W. For those that know, you know. Now we're at number six. Now, Reckon I just ruined the little honeymoon between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, but I'm not going to do this here at pick number six. All signs to me point that you want Tua to be comfortable. You want Tua to have connections and, and have some confidence. And what better confidence than to get one of his favorite receivers while he was at the University of Alabama, the guy who he threw a walk-off touchdown to in the national championship. That would be one Devontae, Mr. Heisman Smith. And I want to see him on, on South Beach with Tua. I already got a Tua jersey. I am loading up, saving up money to get my Devontae Smith jersey as well. That will become Tua Tagovailoa's favorite target from day one. And guess what? This guy ain't dropping the damn ball. I can guarantee you that. So we get uh, we get Tua, his favorite target, in South Beach, all in on Tua. No excuses, man. They're building up that old line for you. You still got some weapons in Devontae Parker. Um, solid defense. One of the best defenses in the league. Hey, we give you your guy. Make it happen. Let's go. Devontae Smith, number six overall to the Miami Dolphins. Now we get to pick number seven. And I was going back and forth with this because I was like, do they want to take, do the Detroit Lions want to take a quarterback? Are they sold on, on Jared Goff? Because he's not a pretty old guy. You know, he's still relatively young. He's a quarterback who's led a team to a Super Bowl, so he still has a lot. You know, he has a history of doing well in the league, and I still think he has a lot to prove. So do they want a quarterback? Probably not. Do they want to trade back? Uh, maybe get some more draft capital? I don't know. I think when with Dan Campbell at the helm, they're trying to win now. They didn't hire him to do any rebuilds. They would have stayed with Matt Patricia if that was the case. I think they want a competitive team. They want to compete in their division. And... How about getting Jared Goff another weapon? And that's where we come with Jamar Chase out of Louisiana State University. Look, like I said, we can go back and forth between one and two, one and two. Who's better, him or Smitty? Because the 2019 season, there was no better receiver than Jamar Chase. And I will admit that as an Alabama fan. You know, I had these conversations because I thought Jerry Judy was still the best wide receiver in the nation. But by all means, the stats, the big game performances – that was all Jamar Chase leading his team in route to a national championship in impressive fashion. Because, oh, my God, what he was doing to the Clemson secondary, that should not be allowed on television in front of kids. I'll just say that. Hey, 
You get Jared Goff. You traded for him. I don't think you're ready to move on from him. You use this draft right here to get him a weapon and a receiver that honestly will give you some Calvin Johnson vibes. And I know that's a big you know thing or a big chip to put on Jamar Chase's shoulder, but he's an electrifying talent. If you want speed, he's got that. If you want big body possession, he's got that. Hell, he even loves to run block. Like I said, I'm going Jamar Chase at seven to Detroit. Number eight. Number eight. Now, this is where we get tricky because now we're in Carolina where Matt Rule, we've been told that he's been having a real lubby-dubby relationship with Mac Jones. Obviously, some of the same concepts. Um, and Joe Brady's offense was also used at the University of Alabama. So Mac was very familiar during the Senior Bowl. It just looked like he got it. And by all accounts, people were saying that, hey, they may be going Mac Jones. But then, you know, when there's talks that Justin Fields might be falling and that might be a guy they may want. And I will say this. I love Mac. I really do. But I just don't think that other teams believe in him the way that I do. And to be honest with you, I don't want Mac Jones in the NFC South. That means I have to actively root against him. Why would I want that for myself? So here, and I will admit to you all, this is a kind of selfish desire because I do not want Mac Jones to be the starting quarterback or be on the roster for the Carolina Panthers. I think Carolina takes a look at Trey Lance here. Trey Lance also was much like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. He was in that discussion, top three. Now, he didn't get a fall season. He played one, one game in the fall. Was okay. He did. He chose not to partake in uh, North Dakota State's spring season, which was a smart decision on his part. And so I feel like people are acting like he's not good. I mean, this man got to a championship, FCS championship game, having thrown 28 touchdowns to zero interceptions. You hear that? Zero interceptions what's one thing we value in the nfl and that is ball security and he's coming in with that sometimes you see a quarterback in college they take a lot of risks they make some mistakes but that is not trey lance and i think he will be a great quarterback to learn matt rule system sit behind teddy bridgewater who's going to be a bridge quarterback no pun intended and learn from a great veteran a great coach a great staff great system and I think Trey Lance will be the guy for Carolina maybe in the next year or two. It's going to suck playing against him twice a year. But I'm just one of those people. He came in top three top three quarterback. I just can't dismiss that. He didn't all of a sudden get horrible. I think he's still one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. And I think Carolina takes him number eight overall. Maybe sit him a year or two behind Teddy Bridgewater. But when he takes over, you're going to know this kid was born ready. Number nine. So really, really was kind of going back and forth here. We got the Denver Broncos on the clock. And, and what do they need? I mean, they need a lot. I mean, some thought, you know, hey, they might be wanting to move on from Drew Locke. So let's think about quarterback here. Um, pass rush, you know, they picked up Von, Mill, Von Miller's option. But you might be wanting to look for someone to replace him because, the Broncos aren't winning any titles anytime soon. And Vaughn, at this stage in his career, he may want to compete for more championships. He already has one under his belt, but he may want more. 
and it doesn't seem likely that he's in the cards for their long-term plans there in Denver. So I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised to see uh edge rusher or, or a linebacker taken here, but they can't cover anybody. When you're in the league with Justin Herbert and Pat Mahomes and Derek Carr and some of that wide receiver talent that you're facing week in and week out in divisional play, you need a guy that is shut down, that you can say, I trust you to be on an island by yourself, to take away their best, follow them if need be. I trust you. And the best cover corner in the draft, and I don't give a damn if you say I am biased, is Patrick Sertain, the second out of the University of Alabama. And I think Denver gets their next champ, Bailey. I said it. Denver gets their next champ, Bailey. Shut down corner. They get Patrick Sertain, the second out of the University of Alabama, number nine overall. Dad, I got your jersey. I'm saving up for you, too, because that's his squad. I'm saving up for you, too. Then we go to number 10. Much like the Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase conversation, we're having the Patrick Sertain and Caleb Farley uh, discussion and conversation. Who's better? Who's the number one corner? Who's not the number one? Who's number two? Whatever it may be. Guess what? I got Caleb going number 10 overall to Dallas because they can't cover they can't cover a cold, okay? They can't cover it cold, and they need some secondary help. They let Byron Jones walk a couple years ago, and you saw how if or instrumental he was to the success of the Miami Dolphins and their defense. But you can just trust a guy to do their job and just take away the other team's best offensively. You're doing something right, and that just makes everything easier for all your other playmakers. And I think Dallas really needs that. I'm going isn't going to hate. I'm going to hate playing against this guy twice a year because I am a Giants fan as well. I hope Danny Dimes doesn't throw in his direction every now and then because you know sometimes they want to test the rookies. I don't think Caleb Farley is the rookie to test. I will say that. So Caleb Farley to Dallas, number ten overall, Dallas. Now we get to number 11, and here's where one of my teams does my other team a damn solid, and that would be the New Orleans Saints trading up from 28 down to number 11 with the New York football Giants. Now, some are saying, you know, the the Giants fans are like, why in the hell, why in the hell, Trey, would would we trade from prime drafting position where we have a lot of athletes where we can choose from. We can go wide receiver. We can go pass rusher. We can go cornerback. We can go linebacker. Why in the hell are we trading back? And, and, and you know, and I understand it. I understand that. But this is what I'll say. The guy we want, he'll be there later. I guarantee it. And you're going to see it at pick 28, who we get. Because I think... You know, he was put a little mm-hmm. high. Some people have him as a top 10 pick. I'm not sure. I saw a lot of his team, and he didn't really flash on my screen the way Skip Bailey says. And I think the guy we want will be there. And I think with the Eagles being right after the Giants, I think they have a, they have their eyes on a guy that could change the fortunes for the New Orleans Saints. Now, I know some of you are thinking, I'm going quarterback. But no, hold on. I think that's a position 
we can address later. While I would love at this spot to take a Mac Jones, I don't think you extend Taysom. I don't think you re-sign Jameis if you're going to trade up to get a quarterback. If anything, you'll stay packed, see what you get. But I don't think you trade up to get a quarterback. Why? James is still under 30. Uh, Taysom is in his early 30s. So either of those folks can be the guy for at least the next couple years. The next year's quarterback class might not be as good, but the other draft class will be um, because Bryce Young will be in that class if you really want a quarterback. But also, this is a very deep quarterback class. And I would say maybe keep our eyes out for a Kyle Trask, a Felipe Franks in the later rounds. We don't need to rush. But I think this player we're going to get is lightning in a bottle, a big play waiting to happen, a freaking gadget that you can use all over the field, something we have not had since Reggie Bush, the great Reggie Bush that helped us get to our first and only Super Bowl title to date. But the Saints will be marching in the parade next year as the Super Bowl champions. I already know you can book it. And guess why? Because with the 11th overall pick that they traded up from 28, the New Orleans Saints will draft Jalen Waddle out of the University of Alabama. You can line him up in the backfield, the slot, outside, punt return, kick return. I know we got Deontay Harris, but guess what? As much as I love him, he ain't no damn Jalen Waddle. And they both can still play at the same time. I trust Sean Payton. He's a mastermind. He knows what to do. But I'm telling you, Jalen Waddle is that dude, and he's something we need. Michael, it's been Michael Thomas or bus. Michael Thomas or bus. You need some. Uh, you see another guy on the field that the team, that the opposing team fears. Not that all oh, we we can we can make sure he's covered. No, I want to strike the living fear of God into defenses. And there is not a player in this draft that does this more than Jalen. Waddle because he can take a two-yard pass and house it 60 to 70 yards later. And that's what the New Orleans Saints have been missing. That's what they need. That's what they'll get. Jalen Waddle, University of Alabama. Boom. Now we go to 12. I'm going to speed it up a little bit. Eagles, I think they need defense. I know they're going with Jalen Hurts, but I think their priority is going to be defense. They draft J.C. Horn, cornerback. Out of University of South Carolina, much like Caleb Farley, Danny Dimes. Please don't throw this guy's way. He is a beast. Like, please don't throw his way. Eagles get them a shutdown corner. They're going to decide how to build around Jalen in other aspects of the draft. 13, Chargers. Give the young man some protection, much like Joe Burrow. Give the reigning rookie of the year um, Herb, Justin Herbert, some protection. They get Rashawn Slater, the best offensive lineman in the draft. Vikings, hmm, pass rush. I mean, we can go. I mean, do they want a quarterback? Do they love Kirk Cousins? I don't love Kirk Cousins, but I love him enough at his price tag to not draft a quarterback first round. And we saw how that Mike Zimmer defense was last year. It was missing a lot. And I think what they really were missing was a pass rush. And because they had such a young secondary and no pass rush, oh my God, they were getting ripped apart. They addressed their pass rush in this draft with this pick. They get Quiddy, I hope that's how I pronounce it, Payne out of Michigan. Vikings, 
you get you get a player, you get a baller. Now we get to 15. There's been with the New England Patriots, there's been a lot of talk about what do they do? Do they draft a quarterback? Do they draft a wide receiver? Like as far as which of the top receivers are left, do they go cornerback? Some people have them getting a J.C. Horn, especially with Stephon Gilmore and the last year his deal may not be getting extended by the New England Patriots. I say this is where you take your franchise quarterback. I love Cam Newton with all my heart, even though he graduated from Auburn. But I know he is not the future of the New England Patriots. They need a quarterback, and that will be Mac Jones out of the University of Alabama at 15 to the New England Patriots. But great thing is, Cam's still a stud. He's going to have a year or an offseason in this system. He's going to play well next year, and I think he's going to play well an additional year. We're not going to move off of Cam that fast and go to Mac to the Mac show. We're going to let Mac sit for a couple years, learn under a former MVP and almost Super Bowl champion led his team to Super Bowl in Cam Newton. And he's going to teach the young buck how to be a professional in this league. And when Mac Jones is ready, he'll be ready. Much like I said, Justin, uh, much like I said, Trey Lance would be, um, much like I said, Zach Wilson would be. This will be Mac Jones. When it's his time, he will shine. Put that in writing. Number 16. It's all about protecting your quarterback. I, that's that's the most important position in football, in my opinion. It's all about protecting Kyler Murray. We saw last year when he wasn't getting protection, he got banked up. They were in the playoff race until they weren't because their quarterback couldn't do the things he was accustomed to doing because he was hurt, because he got hit a lot. Let's protect Kyler Murray. We get Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Now, I know most people have him in the later rounds, but... He's an interior guard. I think that's what they need. They're kind of in flux on whether they want an outside guy or inside guy. Elijah can play both positions depending on what the I mean the Arizona Cardinals need. I'm going to go Elijah Vera Tucker to Arizona. Protect Kyler Murray. Now we're at 17. Raiders. It's funny. When John Gruden got there, traded Khalil Mack and then said that they needed a pass rush. Well... They still haven't done that since getting rid of maybe the best pass rusher in football, which is still a stupid decision. But this draft, they address it. They get Jalen Phillips out of the U. He is a Las Vegas Raider. They address their pass rush woes. Hell no, he's not Khalil Mack, and I'm not saying that. But damn, I think he can at least apply some pressure on an opposing quarterback and help them out. Boom. Now we go to Miami. At 18. Now, I know a lot of people had them picking Najee here, and I feel like 18 is really high to draft a running back first round. You know, it's just really high to draft a running back. Um, and I don't think running back is truly as pressing of a need as we're led to believe. I think a lot of their woes were not being able to run a ball with one, some injuries in their backfield, but also their offensive line was just shitty, and we need to protect Tua. This is the year of protecting the quarterback, people. Say it with me. This is the year of protecting the quarterback. So what does that mean? We get Tua some damn protection in the form of Christian Dorosaw out of Virginia Tech. He is now a Miami Dolphin in South Beach. He will be blocking and protecting Tua Tagovailoa when he drops back. 
you know, five yard five yard uh, step. And he slings that thing to Devontae Smith for 70 yards to the house. Yes, it's in motion. You got your first round pick last year, your two first round picks this year. Boom, heaven. Now we get to pick number 19, the Washington football team. I truly think you guys won a division last year. You should just stick with, stick with the name. Until you start losing, you shouldn't change the name. I don't think you just ruined a good thing. Washington football team. I love it. I think they go wide receiver. I think they go Rondell Moore. He's one of the most electrifying players in this draft. I think that's who they want. He's one of the best available wide receivers at this point in time. They could stretch and get a quarterback, or they could try to move from 19 up to get a Mac Jones, to get a Trey Lance, and have a guy that's going to be the QB of the future. But you got Fitz Magic. You're going to have Fitz Magic and that guy they just signed. I don't know his, his damn name. I'm going to have them duke it out, but he's not going to beat Fitz Magic because Fitz Magic is going to give you a great five games. He's going to give you a great five games. So he's going to need some wide receiver help. They have a good type of core, but you can always add – um, to the pot or what you have. Rondell Moore, newest member of your Washington football team. Now we're at 20. So I believe right now it should be the Bears pick. But the Bears can wait. The Bears can wait. They can go back a little bit. But guess what? Who can't? The Jets can't. Why can't the Jets wait? Because they need to put things around their quarterback and there is a special player i mentioned a special player that's lightning in the bottle and that can take a two three yard pass and turning it into a touchdown and what will the new york jets do they will trade up from 23 to 20 and draft a familiar face to their first pick kyle pitts and that would be mr Kadarius tony wide receiver of the university of florida I guess I got to get you another jersey, Brandon, because you're going to have two Gators in the Big Apple. Book it. 21. Colts. Pass rush. Who you get? Gregory Russo out of you. Yeah, he didn't play last year, but guess what? He's one of the best pure pass rushers in his draft. He could actually go higher, but I just think because people feel he hasn't played, his teammate Jalen Phillips had a phenomenal year last year. I think he gets picked ahead. And that leaves Gregory Russo available. Indianapolis, like I said, you can never have enough pass rush. They get it done. 22, Titans. Their guy was going to be Kadarius Toney, but the Jets jumped up. So who do the Titans get? They get one of the best guys that's available. I got Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. I think he's would be a perfect complement um, to their star um, receiver, Mr. AJ. I think, you know, he would be great. For Ryan Tannehill, just somebody he can get the ball out quick to. Really great possession receiver is Rashad Bateman. Um, I think he'll be really good, especially when teams are going to be loading up the box to stop um, Derrick Henry. So he adds to that wide receiver room. Great addition. Now we go to the Bears. They trade it back. I think they go O-line. Do I think Andy Dalton is truly the answer? No, I don't. And they may very well draft another quarterback. They still have Nick Foles on the roster, even though they're trying to trade him. He could be a um, draft day trade. Excuse me. He could be a draft day trade. But I think they go O-line. They want to protect. They want to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to want to get back to that. 
and they're going to get Jalen Mayfield um, to protect their quarterback, to help in their running game. That's who the Bears are going to get. You guys get, you know, a little bit nasty, get a big boy in there, um, and the best to you. Steelers, 24. I just got him at Najee Harris. And, guys, look, I, I just really don't know who the hell the Steelers really want. I don't know if they want a quarterback. I don't think they want to do that. I don't think they need a wide receiver here. I do think they need a running attack. I love James Conner. I really do. But he just doesn't fit the bill. Benny Snell hasn't stepped up. You get an electrifying guy in Najee Harris, the hurdle king out of the University of Alabama. So I hope the AFC North, you guys don't duck too much because he will elevate. So he's a he's a new weapon for Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he hasn't really had a back like this since Le'Veon Bell. And I'd say, you know, Najee's probably a little bit better coming in than Le'Veon Bell was. Not saying that that's who he's going to be. But he can kind of have some of those same dynamics as far as a receiving threat that the Steelers haven't had since Le'Veon left in free agency. Najee Harris, University of Alabama, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. 25, we got the Jaguars. So, yes, they could go secondary. I've seen some, you know, Trey, uh, Trevor, Morig coming here. But I think they go a little bit pass rush, kind of hybrid guy. And that would be no one other than Zayvon Collins um, out of Tulsa, I believe. I just think he's going to go to Jacksonville. He's one of the best linebackers, rangy linebackers in this draft. I think Urban Meyer is really going to love him for his team. See Zayvon Collins teaming up with Trevor Lawrence. In Jacksonville. At 26, I have Aziz Adjulari out of the University of Georgia going to the Browns. I just think they want to add, you know, again, a rangy linebacker, somebody that can add a little bit of a pass rush. You can never have enough pass rushers, athletic pass rushers at that when you're going in your division, the likes of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, you're going to be going against Joe Burrow, who's very athletic. And obviously, you got the electrifying Lamar Jackson. But then you think about who's in your conference. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to have Tua. You're going to have Cam. You're going to have Mahomes. You're going to have Carson Wentz. So you have a lot of athletic quarterbacks. And you need somebody, you know, that can move a little bit. And Aziz Adjulari, he's one of the best linebackers. Played in the best conference in college football, being the SEC. He did great for Kirby Smart's defense. I think he's going to be a great Cleveland Brown, and they continue to build up that SEC defense they got going up there. Uh, 27, we get our quarterback some help. You know, we talked about protecting our quarterback. But the next mantra is get your quarterback some freaking help. Get him some weapons. And that's what we do with Lamar Jackson. We have lamented for the past couple years that he doesn't have a true number one receiver. He has some nice guys, some guys that can maybe complement a number one receiver. But guess what? Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, they finally get their number one guy in the form of Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU. One of the best wide receivers in this draft. It's crazy that he's even lasting this late. But, you know, he could he could go earlier. Um, for some of my early drafts, I actually had the Saints maybe taking a look at him if they stayed pat at 28. But because they moved up, I think at 27, Terrace Marshall Jr. was there. You cannot pass this up. I mean, Baltimore, this is in your lap. You cannot possibly screw this up, right? We'll see. 28, the guy, the guy I told you all 
that the New York football giants really, really, really want. They really, really, really want. And that would be Micah Parsons. Now, I will say this. Full disclosure. If they feel that Micah Parsons will be seen as one of the best players in this draft and you can't possibly pass up on him at number 11, then the trade with, with the Saints doesn't happen. But I think he's someone that can fall. I've seen us reach so many times. We've reached uh, for Daniel Jones that we didn't have to. He was going to be there. Let's be patient for once, Big Blue Nation. Let's just be patient for once. Our guy will come. Our defensive enforcer, the guy that will make Dak have a heart attack, the guy that will make Jalen hurt, the guy that will stop all the Fitz magic and have him looking Fitz tragic. That is Micah Parsons, and we will get him at pick 28. You can book it, Micah Parsons, in the Big Apple. I'm not getting your jersey, though. I don't really like defensive players. I'm sorry. I like touchdowns. Uh, 29, Green Bay. Oh, this is the time we talk about, oh, my God, they're going to get Aaron Rodgers some weapons. They got to get him some weapons, weapons, weapons. He has one of the best running backs in the league. He has one of the best wide receivers in the league. He has one of the best wide receiving cores in the league. He has a good tight end core in the league. He has a great offensive line. Stop bitching about what Aaron Rodgers doesn't have and appreciate what he does. You know what he doesn't have? You know what the Green Bay Packers don't have? A solid defense. That will fix a lot of their woes. They did pretty well in the playoff game against Tampa Bay, getting three turnovers, which Aaron Rodgers didn't cash in. But I digress. That's a conversation for a different day. But I think... Green Bay gets their shit together. They don't embarrass themselves like they did last year. And they draft a stud to anchor their defensive line. Because in the trenches is where championships are won. And they get Christian Barmore out of the what, people? The University of Alabama. Crimson Tide. Christian Barmore. Yes, he can stop the run, but you know what this guy is known for. He is known for getting after the quarterback. He will make your life miserable. And that's all he did at the University of Alabama. And that's all he will do in the National Football League. But the Green Bay Packers, book it. Christian Barmore, Green Bay. Now, this is another twist for you guys. And yes, you can say I'm biased because this is, again, one of my other teams making a trade with another team I like. If you know me, you know I like the Buffalo Bills, even though I felt that I didn't deserve to bask in their glory this year. I'm not that hardcore of a Buffalo Bills fan. I like Drew Bledsoe. He went there. I just stayed around a little bit. So I've been there through the tough times, but not like the beautiful and wonderful people in the Bills Mafia. I am not one of you. I just stand from afar. I'm Moses and you guys are the Hebrews and I am not allowed in the promised land. But I still got some love for Bills Nation and the Bills Mafia. But guess what? You guys are going to do the New Orleans Saints a huge favor because you are going to trade your 30th overall pick. I'm sorry. You're going to trade your 30th overall pick to the New Orleans Saints. And the New Orleans Saints are going to get a guy that they were thinking about getting at 28. Now, if you guys remember when I was calling out players, 
I said a name of Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa. And God, please, I hope I got it right. But guess what? We are going to pair this guy with one of the best linebackers in the league. And they are going to wreak havoc. So Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Teddy or Trey Lance, whoever it is, I hope you're ready. Justin Fields, if it's you, I hope you're ready. Because the New Orleans Saints, Angola defense, you know Angola, they're going to make y'all life. We're going to be on A. Clamps, lockdown, 24-7. That's going to be y'all. Get used to it. Because the Saints are trading up back into the first round. What they giving up, don't ask me that. You'll see. But guess what? They will be drafting Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa out of Notre Dame. He will be a New Orleans Saint. Book it. We're already blessed by the Pope. Why wouldn't we get a guy from a Catholic school? Thank guys. Use your head. Anyways, 31, Kansas City. They're going to get Jason Oway. They need a pass rush. You can never have enough pass rushers. Just like a lot of play, a lot of players in that division have to worry about Pat Mahomes. Guess what? Kansas City needs to worry about Derek Carr. Need to worry about you know a Drew Locke, a Justin Herbert. They need pass rush. That's what they get. They could also look at O line, but I feel that the offensive line in this draft has already been taken. They can look at uh, Alex Leatherwood. Um, you know, later on in the draft, that somebody that can or Deontay Brown that could help them on the interior, but. I think they go defense because their defense is good, but it's, it's it could be better. I think they go pass rush. They get Jason Oway. At 32, it wouldn't be a Tom Brady team if you didn't trade out of the first round. And that's exactly what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do. They've already, they're already returning 22 of their starters. So you know that the guy that drafts in the first round, or if they did draft someone in the first round, this person is not going to be a starter for them. So why waste a first-round pick for a person that you know is not going to start day one or even over the next two to three years? So they trade out, and guess who they trade with? A native Florida team in Miami. Remember when I told you that 18 was too high to draft Najee Harris? I was right. But guess what? 32 is the perfect spot to draft Travis Etienne, one of the best running backs in this draft. And I will say this. If the Steelers go Travis Etienne, the Miami Dolphins are doing the same thing for Najee Harris because they do need a running back, but where they are currently in the middle of the pack is way too high. But they're but they need to draft somebody at 18, so they can't trade that pick. But they're going to trade with all the draft capital they have over the next few years. They're going to trade back in the first round. They're going to trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to get an electrifying running back who can run. He can catch. Hell, I think I even saw him throw a few touchdowns at Clemson. And he's going to shirt that backfield for Tua. And matter of fact, and I'll knock on wood here, he's also durable, which was something that their backfield had some lingering issues with. So, again, protect your quarterback is the theme. And the secondary theme is get your quarterback some help. And that's what you're going to see in the first round of this year's 2021 NFL Draft. And you may not see exactly what I say, but you're going to see a lot like it. I can guarantee it. But now this was fun. I will say this. This was fun. Um, you know, 
being a general manager is something I want to do. So really thinking about the ins and outs of how these things will go was really was really something interesting. And so I appreciate that. And like I said, this is my opinion. And I'm really interested to know what you guys have on your mock drafts. I've seen a lot going on, but I want to know, one, who's your favorite squad? And two, who do you think um, they're going to get? And, you know, we may have some similarities, we may have some differences. But, hell, some of the differences, I might, you know, change mine. You know, I got some time now. Got some time to change my mock draft. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it. But like I said, you know, if I offended anyone, which is possible with some of the guys falling late in the draft, um, I say that's a good thing. Why? It's an opportunity for me to learn, and it's an opportunity for you to teach me. Um, all I ask is that you keep it respectful. Peace.